This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes? Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. Coming to you live from the Ziggurat at Omaha, deep below the metro area. It is THN, cover to cover, for Saturday, June 11th. I have had too much cold brew coffee, and my name is Matt Bob. Yeah, you won't even, you didn't even pause to let me get my, my stuff going. I'm the internet's Joe Patrick. Here's how it works. Every Saturday morning at 11 Central Time, Matt and I go live on Discord and Facebook to rap. About the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and of course, the question of the week live with our listeners. My friend Joe is correct. This is a live show. We need you to talk with us and we need you to do it live. So jump into our Zoom. You can find the link. It's pinned in our cover to cover channel on our Discord. Or you can just watch a live stream on Facebook, like I mentioned. If you can't be here live, you can still play along with the show. All you got to do is leave us a message on our THN hotline. That is 402 819 4894. That phone number is also on our website and our faces book, okay? Or you can send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. Like I said, it's a live show and we talk with you kids, but before we do that, we like to recap the weekly nerd news we've been tracking in our Nerd News Discord channel. So we'll call it Nerd News Discord Edition. Discord Edition. And this is just ideas. We don't have to talk about this stuff, but we're just throwing it out there. So we're all aware of it. So we can say that we're up on, you know, current events there. Yeah, yeah, for sheezy, for sheezy. But before we begin, we will be uh, probably discussing the following nerdy shows and movies. Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Obi-Wan Kenobi, The Boys Season 3, uh, Ms. Marvel Episode 1. Uh, I think that's it for the things that have already dropped. Um, there will be spoilers, I'm sure, for all of them. Ms. Marvel, not a whole lot to spoil. Yeah. I mean, we, we, um, but it'll be considered mild spoilers about the spoiled. setup of, you know, the concept. She's a girl. She's a Muslim. She doesn't have the same powers. Everybody's yeah, mad. Know, oh, we're she's so a, mad. She's a, she's a Miz. <laughs> she's a Marvel. You get it. Yeah. Uh, nerd news. Uh, we got a Sandman trailer, which, uh, just let me tell you. Holy crap. Holy That's pretty dang crap. Good. Okay. So there's a lot well, of creators that like get their stuff, you know, turned into a movie. Gaiman's done it plenty of times. It's not new for him, but he typically hasn't gushed like when American Gods came out he was like yeah I'm excited and whatever he straight up gushed over this uh, well I think the difference I like I, I can't speak to American Gods uh his involvement but I know that for a fact Neil Gaiman is directly involved with the production yes. of the Sandman shows. yeah American Gods was not um and it got really boring after all. uh Bruce Campbell is uh about to write a Sergeant Rock versus Nazi zombies miniseries for DC that could be fun I'm just glad and- he's working Big news of the week, uh, Marvel confirmed a Thunderbolts movie, the, their worst kept secret, the thing we've all been speculating about needlessly. They just like unceremoniously was like, yeah, Thunderbolts movie. Well, I don't know if it's the worst kept secret because I think a, a lot of us thought maybe TV show or maybe it's going to be a theme that runs through the shows or something. So I'm uh, but glad again, it's a movie. Like we I'm all already assumed that they were doing Thunderbolts. Yes. I mean, there was no and question. Marvel just was like, yes, we're doing Thunderbolts. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why you guys are even debating it. Tear the bandaid off. Um, but, uh, you know, in typical Marvel fashion, the, the guy that they currently have slated to direct it um, is primarily responsible for directing a lot of music videos. Uh, well, he did that Robot but, and Frank, which was a lot of fun. Oh, I never saw Robot yeah, and Frank. It was good. Um, it he was also really did, uh, he, he did some, I think, kind of like a YA romance uh, movie thing. Uh, what's What was it called? 
It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I don't have a problem with plucking new talent for this stuff. No, 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 not like, at all. That's exciting. not what I'm saying. You it's know. just that, like, it's not like, you know, like, oh, they got Martin Scorsese to direct the new. Like, I don't think Martin Scorsese. Obviously, is gonna but you know what I mean. He that, talked like, too they much trash, yo. He talked too I, much it, trash. It's true. He flew too when close he, to the sun. When and he, he does come chance. crawling, he's like, I mean, hey. You know, someone's got to do a Razorback movie. You know, come on, man. <laughs> it's right. a tale of a trucker. I understand the working man. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It should be good. And again, yeah, it's just I only say that to mean that, like, it, it, he is not necessarily a, a director you would have heard of, which is certainly fine with me. Sure. Um, so we could talk we about all this stuff or we can also talk about the question of the week. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for setting that up yeah, for me. No Lord problem. Knows I, I wouldn't have been able to read that next paragraph all by myself. I didn't know you were all about, all about myself. Uh, this week's question is courtesy of Brian Domingos. Hey, I was thinking, what's the worst issue or story arc of your favorite series? They can't all be winners. Yes, this is a fun one, and and we can hate on some stuff, but do it in a fun way. Yeah, respectfully. Right. This is your, yeah, we're talking about your favorite books, not like, uh, I really hate the One More Day. Yeah, we get it. Right. But if this is your favorite comic book, what is your personal least favorite uh, story arc or uh, single issue? I love it. Let's get right into it. J.D. Ketch was here. He was watching uh, Hawkman this morning with us on our cartoon theater. If you're early... <laughs> You can always that come to the cartoon. It's downy and dippy. Yeah, it is. You can always come to the cover to cover voice room early, and I am airing weird cartoons. It's a fun time. I miss Saturday morning cartoons. JD, how are you today, baby? I'm good. How are you? Doing real good. Doing real well, buddy. What do you want to wrap? Yeah, that, car- that, that cartoon was crazy. Uh, yeah. I said in the <laughs> chat every time you said the villain's name, I kept hearing. Instead of whatever the name was, I kept hearing Cobra Law, and I'm like, that's a totally different cartoon. Yeah, he did say Cobra. His, his what, was, but was it Cobra? Was it Cobra with a K? Maybe, but it, it was didn't not. Look like Cobra it was not the Cobra you're thinking. And he was like yeah. Cobra Bra or something. <laughs> it's really weird. Oh yeah, Cobra Law has got to be one that you do at some point for. Oh, GI Joe the movie, yeah. Because <laughs> Cobra Law is the best. Oh, actually, that's almost uh, the still the still the greatest opening credits of uh, probably any movie. Now, okay, and I love the GI Joe animated movie. I love it, but you mm-hmm. gotta admit the Cobra Law when they forced that crap in there. It, no, it's re- it really took a crap on Cobra. Because like and before that, Cobra what, was like I, just a terrorist organization. They're like, what? There's a whole prophecy yeah, about a, a terrorist ter- organization? They're a terrorist organization <laughs> with one. But you know what? It kind of lends a little bit more credence to the claim that they have one billion members if but a half have, a billion of them are snake people. They had a billion before that, Joe. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, they, counting, might, they might just, just counting say, all the snakes like, on the planet. They yeah, may, I they think they were counting just, snakes. I think they were that, counting snakes. Well, you know, across the universe, snakes are weird. Yeah. Um, they could have been they could have been counting the, the Cobra Law numbers to pad their their member count without uh, spilling the beans about the secret society is what I mean, I'm saying. I guess, but they didn't start growing those guys. Because for a look, bit. if you are talking about an organization on the planet earth, uh, staffed by normal human beings that has 1 billion, anything you win. Yeah. They all just turn to the person next to him, punch them and the war's over, you know? Yeah, right. It's, that's yeah. <laughs> with Cobra. I mean, with that many members, I didn't think that there were that many for profit, uh, junior colleges, junior community colleges out there. I know. Uh, right. According to, uh, uh, what's the Matt fraction book, uh, with, um, sex the, criminals. No, the spy, the spy book, uh, the Matt fraction spy book adventure man. Nope. Earlier than that. Earlier than that. 
Brain is hurting. Yeah. Uh, Casanova. Casanova. Oh, Casanova. Jesus. Yes. It's a way earlier. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 But according to Casanova, he said, he said that's where all the spy organizations get their minions. Yeah. Junior colleges. Yeah. They plucked everybody out of junior college, which is great. Because <laughs> they wanted there to be. Are, there aren't that many entry level rel- fast food management positions. Well, they wanted them <laughs> relatively unqualified and easy to yep. control. <laughs> so, <Yep. laughs> fantastic. Uh, I'm sure this is not what you called to talk about, though. Jake. Uh, you know, I really didn't have a whole lot to talk about. Uh, the, the Neil Gaiman stuff is pretty cool. The, the yeah. Sandman trailer. I need to watch it again because I like had to watch it like, on my phone at work, and that never works. But, um, yeah, talking about him gushing, I will say you're right about the American Gods thing, though. If you do want to see him gush, anything he talks about with uh, Good Omens – yeah, he was a big fan of Good Omens. And Good Omens is another one that I believe he was also connected to. Yeah, he, he was very connected to it. And then right. also Good Omens also had that extra thing for him where he was doing it for Terry. Yeah, for Terry Pratchett. Him and Terry Pratchett. And it's yeah. just if you have not seen Good Omens. Oh, oh my God. And like read the book too. The book is wonderful. Yeah. But it is one of those things that translated just almost as great as the book directly which is to screen. Why I'm, they nailed it. Which is why I'm terrified that they're doing a season two. A little, but I do trust. I mean, he's still connected to it. And oh, I, oh good omens, you mean? Yeah, yeah. And I still trust him. So I think it will be fun. I don't see him jumping the shark here or handing it off to, you know, maniacs who are like, don't worry, we got it. You know, well, like, and, and a lot of his works have uh, a lot of history in translating or or converting from media types. Like one of my right. the first novel of his that I really got into was Neverwhere. Yeah. And that started out as a BBC teleplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before it was a novel. The, the novel that everyone loves was actually the novelization of the BBC show. Yeah, it's true. And so but there was also a comic. I'm not sure what order that came out in. That was, comic it was a Vertigo comic. Later. Much later. Much okay. later. And, and not good. Yeah. <laughs> I remember not. I remember very much not enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, it was bad yeah, art. Yeah. They hired somebody oh. that was like, oh, I'm only going to draw this if I can draw it as fast as I can. <laughs> it's like yeah. scribbled. Well, I remember out. that it had Glenn Fabry covers, which yeah. the covers were good. He's a, well, see, you're, you're quick to jump in with these. I like these, Glenn Fabry. Uh, yeah, I understand. not like Glenn I Fabry? No, 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 no. My hand's still I understand. Up. But Matt, you are very quick to like. When I bring up a, 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 a name that people like, you're like, oh, wait, yeah, I like that. It's like, no, these were not good covers by Glenn no. Fabry. <laughs> um, and uh, he, Glenn remember. Fabry is a weird artist. Uh, like, you can't deny that Glenn Fabry is not a weird yeah, yeah, he's artist. Weird. These and, covers um, are not bad. These covers look like not Glenn Fabry covers, and they're neat. Unless- oh, I know they look like Glenn <laughs> Fabry covers, Matt. That's not my – that's not – I like yeah. these. Okay, li- well, all right, well, listen. It's, it's 11.15 already. I, I got it. We got a We got a short show. Sorry, JD. Let's move on to the next topic. OK, <laughs> what well, else? I was, we got? I was just going to go back to the, the, the Neverwhere thing. Uh, do watch the BBC thing. It is delightfully BBC. It is like the, the special effects are horrible and everything else. And it works. It just I love it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, uh, very so, who, very Whovian. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very like pre pre revival who. Um, so my answer of the week, there's so many, uh, but I think to be unique, I'm going to take it out of the realm of comics and go into a novel series. Okay. Um, 
And so this might be a spoiler to some people, but it's a we're in book 17 and this is so in the Dresden Files. I don't know how far along you are, Matt. Uh, I have read the first five. Okay, I think. All right. So this is going to be a spoiler. So I apologize. But I I think it's book 13. Uh, It's a book called Ghost Story. Okay. Uh, By the time I get to it, I will not remember the spoiler. So it's all good. Yeah, well, uh, so at the end of the previous book, Harry dies. Okay. The main character dies. And the entirety of that next book, he's a ghost. Okay. Yeah. And I've gone back to it. I've read it a second time, and it's a little bit better the second time, but, God, it's just felt like a – it was an entire book that just felt like getting us from one point to another. Okay. And taking 400 pages to do that just – was a slog fair enough that's but, fair uh, yeah but i mean still love the series um still think it's amazing okay that's fair i think it's a good answer i mean like i've slogged through some book series as well where it's like i know this one is a little slow but then gets to the next one which is very yeah. very good and look we do it in tv all the time too and so right. <laughs> like, I, I think just, it's just different when like i said it's different when you know you're committing 400 you know plus pages to right uh, Right. You know, essentially plot movement. No, I got you. Uh, yeah, I would say we just did that in the Boba Fett series to get to the Mandalorian episodes. Oh, but, God, you know, yeah. there we are. J.D., we're going to keep moving because uh, right, we got guys. some people in line, but it is good to talk to you always, brother. Good answer. Bye, we'll talk Thank soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Cirillo not only lives, he thrives and he's here. Frankenheimer, how are you today, sir? Hey, how you guys doing today? Good, real good. good. Frank, good. I posted uh, some Neverwhere covers okay. in the chat, by the way, and they're good Glenn Fabry covers. Nobody cares. We've moved on. <laughs> Everyone's really moved no on does. but you. Um, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. You know, recovery's going. Good. Recovery's going. So we're not gonna. No, I won't. I won't bore you guys with all the. You details, sound nor- so. like you sound like your usual self, though. Yeah. I, I'll okay. Say, yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I feel. Yeah. I, I feel. You know, like yeah, better. Than I, than I did last last week. I was That's awesome. Week. Yeah. Okay, let's talk Star Trek. All right, Come on. I'm going to talk Star Trek. Um, <laughs> Fire I, 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 I missed a few episodes. I mean, I watched all, um, all of them, but um, the Spock and Muck episode was that so episode. good. That's I, my favorite. Gonna, I think that might be my favorite episode of the whole show so I th- far. I thought it was going to be cheesy. I thought when I read the description. It was Freaky I was Friday. Like, I loved it. It was so good. It's a good old-fashioned body swap. You know? I like, loved it. I loved, I loved it. I loved that. I loved how, first of all, Ethan Peck is doing a tremendous job as Spock. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But when he changed to T'Pring, there was a noticeable difference. Yes. And yeah. in his posture as well as his speaking voice. And I was like, this is phenomenal. Yeah. This is, this guy is so good. You know, that he's a, he, he's really this subtle little changes that he made to that character were amazing. Yes. Um, you, you really it just, agree. That episode was so, I was, it was so, so, so well, good. And yeah. to Pring too. She did the same exact yeah. thing where she just oh, like yeah. got really stiff. And like when yeah. Spock is sitting in the meeting, you know, talking to the two aliens, trying to get it through. And like, it's definitely to Pring and Kat, you could see like Hanson Mount just kind of looking yeah. at him going like, Oh my God. It was oh, so good. Okay. Something's weird. <laughs> Everything about it. I love the La'an and Una subplot that was yeah. going on. Yeah. Signing the scorch. And the that bingo. That was so funny. And yeah. Enterprise bingo. Yeah. So we watched it. And we watched it yeah. right after we watched um, Obi-Wan. And Casey's not a big fan of Obi-Wan. She's like, eh, it's boring, whatever. Then she watched that. And she said, how come Star Wars can't be this fun? 
And I'm like, I don't know, baby. I don't know. That's the point. I think this is the point. There's nothing fun it's, about Star Wars. No, it's not fun. <laughs> this, this is the point about, about the, this, this series. And I think that they nail, they nail it so well. Yeah. It is a fun series. It's just and fun. I think it's what Discovery is kind of lacking. I'm not saying I don't like Discovery. I love, I love it. I don't disagree, but, though. You're right. Discovery... And I think one thing that Discovery could do is lighten up just a yes, little bit. It takes yes. itself well, you know, so I, I think, seriously. And then it's, here's I, your big heartfelt moment. Like, okay. Right. I think the, I think the A number one uh, culprit of that is the fact that they are doing a serialized storytelling instead of single episodes. Well. And, no, it's true. No, because I think so. uh, like every Maybe. episode, like every episode of Strange New Worlds, uh, even the ones that like uh, this week's episode, I, I thought was the first one was that was just OK. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was good. But it, it was but good. There were, but there wasn't like the. Up until now, like I finished every episode, I went, man, that was great. And when this one was over, I was like, yeah, that was all right. You um, know what? I want to, I want to comment on that. I thought that the resolution to the show, the end of the show, was actually great because I, I, I liked it because it was not every. T- they can't win every single time. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, sure. you know, I, and I, I loved agree. it, and I love that aspect of uh, it. I just didn't. I I didn't think that the plot was as interesting. Yeah, yeah. I no, I, no, I, I I get you there, but it goes um, back to something but, that happened in as, SPNG, Next Generation. Of Picard, course, it does. There's, there's a thing Picard said. Of course, it does. But there's a thing that Picard said. It's like it's like a famous meme. There's like a meme all over. It's like sometimes you can do everything right yeah. and still lose yeah oh yeah yeah and i, no, and I no, think it's that really sure. hits it on the head and i think when um, we it, walk, go back and watch all these the positioning of like the body swap you know the freaky friday episode yeah a little more serious one where they actually lose and then whatever happens next it's going right. to work really well no it's true um I, but i think that uh i think that in terms of um discovery and picard especially with sh- uh, short seasons we're talking about like 10 episode seasons or yeah. e- or less 13 in the case of discovery i think picard was what only eight um eight yeah uh wow. we're not going to get a goofy uh, most of the time we're not going to get like an episode that's an aside right where everything's got right. everything's got to serve the f- ongoing yeah. plot and that's going to like hamper uh, the storytelling a little bit. I'm not saying one's better than the other, but I think that the reason why Strange New Worlds feels so fresh is because it's different every time. Yes, it's yeah. different every week. Yeah. Um, and like the Gorn episode was like this weird, like tense uh, horror episode where you never actually see the villain. That Man. was so great. Yeah, it was, that was great. Uh, I, I wanted to see a Gorn so bad. I'm so glad uh, they um, didn't though, because when we do finally see him, we're gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. I, um, and I hope they're the scary as hell. Was, Make them scary, you know. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, it was. It went back to that classic like submarine battle. Yeah. Um, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Balance of that's that's the balance of terror episode. Yeah. That kind of hit on that too, and and you know I don't mind that. People are like, oh, I saw this. I saw some somebody commented, oh, I saw that already in balance of terror. I'm like, come on. Yeah, come on, give me a break, come dude. On. We've seen all of this that. stuff before. You know, like, come on, right? Exactly. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Right. Yes. Um. So I, I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it, and I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting every week, and I'm gonna be sad when it's over because this is, this has been the funnest ride I've had with Star Trek since I'm a kid. Definitely. You know, um, watching Obi Wan, I'm love, I love it. It's great. I think, it, I think it's a really good show. Um, you really get how terrifying Darth Vader really is. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know you guys talked a little bit about it last week, so I won't, I won't get, get too much into it, but you really see how terrifying Vader is. And, and it makes him the villain again. Yeah. Which he, and you know, James Earl Jones. Oh. And I don't have a problem with that. I love what they're doing with when yeah. they plugged everything in and it was all Hellraiser and scary. I love yeah. that. And I love yeah. seeing him yeah. back. That's great. I do feel like they're leaning on that a little too heavily and not writing some other stuff real well. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of I mean, boring. I the, the third sister is kind of losing me because it's like, what is your plan here? You're grilling a 10 year old for information that she obviously yeah, that does not have. Like, that was really creepy. Yeah, like, what are we doing? You know, yeah. and I don't know. Uh, I, I did somebody. Um, Joe Reynolds, I think, in the uh, Discord was like, why is she interrogating Leia when it's clear that Leia doesn't know? Right. Anything? She's a 10 year old. Right. They didn't tell her this stuff. You know, I, I, I don't get it. I don't know. Uh-huh. Any, yeah. And then the well, rescue yeah, so, comes so out of nowhere. And it was just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? So moving, moving. I know. I don't know. But, but the rescue you know, doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. It was I'm, Ice Cube Jr. We, we all knew <laughs> who it was. It was, it was his people. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm not, this is the, this is the first show I'm watching um, from, from Star, from Star Wars or Marvel or, or anything where I don't want to conjecture what's going to happen. I want to just watch it. And I want it to unfold on its own because because you know what it's I feel I feel like if I'm constantly trying to double you know guess and kind of go back and think oh what did they mean here I'm not enjoying the show and I'm trying to enjoy yeah. the show more. It's than, different when it's a mystery show, sure. yeah. or, or yeah. Pro, it's different apart and not a mystery show, but it's different when there is an element of mystery like WandaVision. Right, right. Um, right. I'll make a prediction you know, though for this show. Here's what here, this is my prediction. I could be way off here, but I predict by the end. Obi-Wan is hiding on Tatooine, right? And Darth Vader doesn't know <laughs> yes, where he is. You might be. And yeah. Luke and Leia, I'm, now this is just this is a wild prediction. They both live. Now, I'm just pff, throwing mm. that out there. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, mean, you, I think you might be right on that That's one. my think problem. It, it's like when we know the stakes, when we know where yeah. it's going, then let's do something interesting that doesn't have anything to do with those yeah. stakes. I mean, sometimes right. you can the tell me a story. The end. I agree, like, but and I'm saying, tell me a story with Obi Wan and Darth Vader doing something that we didn't necessarily know happened or did or playing cat and mouse. But when you include Leia and shit like that, we know where everything yeah. ends. That's yeah, true. and it's, it I mean, like I guess no it, I mean, and an argument could be made that just by virtue of it being a show about Obi Wan, we already know that we already know sure. how it all ends. So I mean, I get, I mean, I get it, but also it's like, come on. Yeah, um, challenge but, me. Uh, me out. So here's oh, wow. like here. Did that? <laughs> um, I know that Frank said he didn't want to uh, get into conjecture, but I'd like to take a moment to get into some conjecture. Uh, <laughs> Too bad, Frank. Our show. So apparently uh, nobody no, cares. It, it's just that uh, we're talking about Obi Wan right now, and I'm not sure how much we're going to talk about it because we are um, moving full steam ahead through right. this episode. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but um, Matt will not shut up about the idea that Leia just has to know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is now. And it's like, I don't, I don't, first of all, um, she's 10. Uh, second of all, time uh, out. I, I no, disqualified. No, 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 no. She's a brilliant 10 year old that can read she's, people's minds I'm now, just, Joe. I'm, look, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, first of all, she's 10. Uh, yes, she's very capable. I'll grant you that. Second of all, um, 
she is nowhere near anybody when they call him Obi-Wan Kenobi. False. I know that. Absolutely no, wrong. They uh, say that's not wrong. When they walk into it, the little room together in the previous episode, the woman immediately says, I wouldn't expect this, especially from Obi-Wan Kenobi. She, she is w- at she his says side. V- in the last it, episode, the third she says sister. says very is, quietly to In the him. last sister, the third, in the last episode, the third sister is grilling little Leia and says Obi-Wan Kenobi two times. Two times I counted because you I jerks keep that. attacking me on this. There's uh, no, no, no way no, 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 no. Uh, she does not know who he is uh, by now. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's listen. No way. I, I agree with Matt. I do think she knows that he is. Um, uh, I think, insane. but I also think it's kind of dumb to be mad about it when there's two episodes left of the show. I'm it's not like mad about mad, it. It's like getting mad about a plot development that happens two thirds through the movie without knowing how the movie. No, ends. it isn't because Dramatic Star Wars injury. has a record of doing this crap in the prequels and in the new uh, movie where we inject right. stuff that doesn't make sense. Third of all, <laughs> uh, we let things get retconned all the time in everything else that we love. And the second it happens with Star Wars, the babies get their diapers in a bunch. Wrong. And uh, look, no, it's true. That's not my problem. And I don't have a problem with the retcon. Before. I've said this a thousand times. Uh, nobody hates Star Wars. I'm not saying this as you, Matt. Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. It's true, but that is true. And and it's like, look, it, it can be a retcon. So what is sure there? There's also nothing inherent in the uh, in the uh, Leia says one thing to Obi-Wan at the, the this one line. Everyone's so hung up on is where she goes, General Kenobi, you served my father in the Clone Wars instead of her going, hey, Obi-Wan, it's me. Oh, my God, you look so terrible now. Well, they had like, like no, a pretty close relationship, it seems. <laughs> so. but, but hey, guess holding what? hands you know and what? stuff and uh, are you my dad and all this. But stuff you know what? And- <laughs> all of the futuristic shit that they had uh, uh, pre pre empire. uh really looks like garbage in 1977. How did that happen? Like, these things get changed. Things get changed. I understand things get that. Updated. And we can both agree and, that there's good retcons and there's bad retcons. And I'm saying that the show is not over. I agree. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the state of Leia's memory. 100%. And if they do a, you do not remember any of this, or a tauntaun kicks her in the head and she has a traumatic brain injury or something, I get it. Okay, then, well, by all means, let's start throwing a fit about it now because that's what and you and other people not. are I'm not doing. throwing a fit. I made a joke right, on, on Twitter on, and got attacked you by you, you and a getting, few other you people. You guys are getting off on a tangent. I got a question, though. <laughs> hit, me, uh, hit me. Stranger Things. Was that oh. really – Was that? did they really end it like that? Did they no. really end it like that? It's not the end. Is There's two, there's is, two is, more two-hour episodes coming yeah. on July 1st. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. yeah you, Seriously? Yes. Frank. How Wait, did where? you not know this? Yes. Because I've been in the hospital for two weeks. Okay, that's fair. Oh, that's that's fair. For a week. Frank's but, been in a back-to-tank like, for two weeks now, so but, give him a break. But, like, I thought, like, but it even says it, like, on Netflix. It's like, Does we'll it really? see you on July um, you know 1st what? for listen, the ending. <laughs> listen, I, I didn't, I did not see that. Maybe I didn't watch far enough. All right. So, now, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm no, it's a, little, a, it ends on a cliffhanger. This is just the end of uh, right, volume right. one, volume yes. one of okay. season four. Okay. Um, all right. The ending, uh, uh, there's two more episodes to come. They are feature length. Um, and they are dropping on July 1st. Okay. All right. And, uh, I'm going to answer the question of the week. Hit it. All right. My, my answer is this. So I can't remember the episode, the, uh, the issue, but it was an incredible Hulk issue where Byrne was drawing the Hulk. Peter David was writing it, I believe. Okay. Mm. And it was, 
when they separated Banner from the Hulk. Okay. And then the Hulk just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger because his, quote, molecules were spreading apart. I just thought that was stupid. <laughs> I just thought it was stupid. No, I think we actually yeah, talked about that one not too long ago. Was that the one where they used, like, they were trying to put the Hulk in, like, a giant tank of, like, some type of No, 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 John Byrne didn't draw no. that. No, oh, okay. no, no, that was okay. pre-Peter David, pre-Peter oh, David. okay, all right. Um, it's like everybody knows when your molecules spread apart, you get bigger and not fade into nothingness. Like, right. if, in, if Kitty Pride has taught us nothing, it's it was that so you stupid. get large like a giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I was like, like, like give me a break with this. Um, <laughs> hey, anybody on TikTok, I'm gonna, just going to put this out there. There's a there's a uh, an account called Comic Book Historian, which is fantastic. Ooh. The guy's got clips from like the 1970s and the 1980s of I watched one with Bern Hogarth and and uh, John Buscema Ooh. doing like a, a drawing jam together. It was amazing. That's, a, that's awesome. Dude, Bern check Hogarth. out this check out this account. It is fantastic. It's a lot. It's a lot of interviews. There was one with the there's a Stanley and Bob Kane interview. Like Stanley was interviewing Bob Kane. Is it Bob historians with an S? Comic book historians. I think. Wait, hold on. Give me one second. Let I'm gonna see. post this in the chat. I think this is it though, it and it looks really so cool. good. It's so good. Like um, Jim Lee draws a panel plotted by Stanley in 1991. Stanley on the show to tell the I truth in it. 1970. John Romita, yeah, that sounds like it. Junior and senior uh, ink one another discussing. This looks amazing. Yes, that's it. That's, that's absolutely it. One. This has got. That's be absolutely it. it. Yep. This looks it's, cool it's as hell. so good. It's so good. It's like, I, I can't believe how good it is. There was an interview with Jack Kirby, the interview with Joe, with, uh, Joe Sinod. I do not want to join TikTok. Damn I mean, it. You don't, you don't, but you should for this uh, account. I mean, you it's can join amazing. TikTok and not ever do anything. I know, you, I know, you, I know. You can just do it yeah. to subscribe to videos. It's all fine. right. But guys, right. it's been good to talk to you. I'm going to get going because I, I, right. I can't stay that long because I got to I gotta get Thank up and walk me. around. I, a also, I have to leave at noon, so we've okay. got to stop yep. arguing We're going to keep Wars. moving. Frank, love <laughs> you, buddy. Thank you, Frank. Good to hear from you. Glad you're on the men, bud. Michael Severe, you were before Damon Chan. You fell out and you came back, so I'm asking you to unmute and talk to us, brother. How are we today? Uh, can you hear me? Yes, um, we um, can um, totally Michael. hear you. Oh, yeah. There he is. So awesome. Welcome Hello. aboard, How brother. You? How's it going? Good. We're real good. Saturday morning, good. we're fired up. All right, so a couple things. Matt and I are um, pissed at each other as usual. <laughs> I was going to say this. You guys need a date night more than any married couple I've ever met in my life. This is well, our date night. Our it's part of our charm, Yeah, Michael. this is our, what we, these people pay for. We like to swing with you guys, Michael. That's just it, you know? We're I swingers, know get weird. <laughs> if I went on a double date with you guys and after it was over, we'd be in the car, we'd be like, we're not going anywhere with them again because they are having problems. <laughs> like, we need yikes. therapy. I don't so, think those kids are going to make it. They're not going to make it. They've been together 22 years, but they're not going to make it now. Um, let me, so go back to Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Okay. couple things. One, and I, and I'm not trying to get mad about red cons cool, or anything man. else. It's but cool. She Let's only had, remember, remember the situation she was in when she sent the message, right? It was a little bit tense. Oh yeah. She had Especially, like 10 seconds to send that message. I'll give you watching that. Rogue one, right. After watching and, Rogue and, one. And, and it may have it been tense. more about her trying to remind him Yes. Then her not remembering I, him. I will 100 like, hey, percent allow that. Remember when you recognize when you saved that 10 year old girl? That's me. Right. And to be fair, I am not as angry about this as everyone says. It is. I just got attacked when so I pointed mad. it out. It's funny. People yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, whoa. So you, so, so you have you have that. She was rushed. Also, sure. when you and this is this is pure military stuff. So if you're going to send a message, 
a message. You always send a coded message. Right. Right. Ooh. So I don't know if she wanted to put every bit of detail or how much she knew of him or For whatever sure. else in the message. And that that's just me thinking about it as a military person. For sure. And, and look at the way Obi-Wan being, takes the message when he's like, he's like, hmm, like this is really weird. And maybe he's like that because he's like, she knows me. Like something is obviously going on here. You know, he's weirded out about it when he gets like, it. Right. I, I mean, I, I, the real uninteresting answer. And yes, maybe they'll explain why or they'll exp- they'll give a reason why Um, they'll try to connect it. Right. Because they've tried to connect a lot of things. But the real reason, uh, the uninteresting reason is why. Uh, is because nobody in 1977 knew that any of this shit was going to go down. And right, there's right. a reason why uh, Alec, Alec Guinness goes, Obi-Wan, <laughs> that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it, like, uh, and it, it's just, we have to allow for a certain amount of leeway right. with these things. And you got Darth I, yes, Vader. I would, so yes, I haven't I would felt like that to, presence since I chased him around the galaxy for like three weeks and drug him through a barbecue that one time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh i don't have i don't again i don't have an issue with any of it we're enjoying it right i know some people think it's slow i have no i wish the episode was longer episode four i wish it would have been 45 minutes instead of just a meat of 30 because you can't count the what came up the week before in the credits i wish it was longer but i mean we're all enjoying it as a family watching together i think it's yeah. really good i don't um, hate I it i really think i think it could I be love better. That. that's my only complaint. i do i do love how they're doing every episode patterned off of the movies right yeah so the first episode yeah. had the phantom menace feel the second one you know so on and so on and then even in you know having it done where number three he gets burned just like revenge of the sith anakin getting burned and then four you have a you know kind of same thing when you break into a thing just like you did in four now you're breaking into thing and this sure. one, i like that so hopefully that means this might be the best one because empire is the best movie of the trilogy in my opinion so Hands hopefully down. this will be the best this will be the best of the series right because you have it's both the second to last episode which is always great and yes if it's like empire hopefully it's gonna be awesome so i, I we, hope so I, I need to yeah. see obi-wan kick a little more ass i need well, he's to, getting better he's getting, he's getting better it's like, he's like he's like this okay so let's let's do a sports analogy so you're a baseball pitcher and you leave for a while i don't know four or five years and you're not throwing you said i'm gonna make a comeback you just Tom Seaver did this. You don't just come back and you're sure. throwing 95 gas. For sure. You're working towards it. You've got to work. Your arm has got to get strong. Again. And then all of a sudden, one moment, boom. And that moment's going to be, in my opinion, whenever he talks to Qui-Gon. Yeah. Once he finally talks to Qui-Gon, everything will click with the force for him. And he'll be back to like, let's go 80 percent. I totally agree. I think he is. I think he has a moment with Qui-Gon and Qui-Gon goes, stop it. You know what you can do. Settle down. Just yeah. like in the end of the first prequel where like they're going to, you know, they're they're going to go fight Darth Maul and Qui-Gon is just chill, totally yeah. zoned out, ready, not a problem. And he like turns him and he's like, settle down. This is going to be fine. And Obi-Wan's like, yeah, I know it is. Don't worry. Bouncy. <laughs> you know? yeah. Bouncy, it's That's like Kareem and magic, you know, <laughs> like basically. <laughs> and, and going over to uh, Stranger Things, I don't think I have – and my wife is incredible with watching stuff and knowing what's coming. It's it's freakish how she'll get stuff. My wife we're too. Watching that it's because they're smarter than we turning, are. It starts heading that direction. And we're all like, is he really going to turn into Fecta? And as it's going along, I, I, there's, there's four of us sitting there, obviously the two kids and me and my wife. And we're like so into it. Yeah. When it ends, you like everybody like this deep breath. 
Like, yeah. whoa, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it rallied from whatever you thought of the first episodes or whatever, the first six, which I thought were good, but I mean, they I weren't. they were a lot of fun. People were mad. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, it's like a horror story with like a monster or whatever. Like, this has always, always been a horror story with monsters. This yeah, monster just, just happens to. Monsters. Yeah, this one just speaks English. That's the only difference. Yeah, yeah and no, I love and, I, it. and I, I've, I've liked it, but that's seven. That's that's how you end the first part of yeah. whatever, the, however they're doing this. And I'm, I can't wait for July. For, and they do say it at the end. For Frank, it does say right at the end of the bottom yes. of the screen, yeah. coming back July 1st or right. whatever. So, yeah, but the man's been in the hospital. I know how that is. I do love thing. that they I mean, went full Nightmare on Elm Street with this. No question. This is And full. having Robert England in the movie. Yes. I mean, in the show. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, Robert England showed up, and I'm just giggling. I was like, ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Miss, Miss Marvel, real quick, and I know nothing about, because, I mean, I've, I've stopped collecting like I was, you know, in sure. the 90s and early 2000s. So I don't know anything about her. And I'm watching it, and it's very entertaining. And it's, I think we need, it's and wonderful. I say this all the time, because I have little, little younger kids. They're teenagers now, but still, we need more fun. Yes. We need this kind of stuff. Yes. They go to, they go to freaking Jersey. Yeah. And they just have a blast. Right. In Jersey City. Thing. It was awesome. <laughs> and then they run around and things are falling and she's learning whatever she's doing. That was great. And I hope the whole thing is like that. I'm not, again, I don't know anything about her. I don't, people are mad about the powers. I don't know anything about the powers. I don't, who but cares I about the, making it for, the making thing it with for the powers. Us, people who don't know, it's good. Yes. And here's the thing with the powers. There's nothing especially cool about how she got her powers in the Marvel universe because she's just an inhuman. So that means oh, okay. Terrigen Mist, you turn into another right. Inhuman. And you know what? I'm bored of the Inhumans. And Marvel put out a really crappy Inhumans TV show a while ago. Yeah. So they're not yeah. going to touch that stuff. And I think right. connecting this to something more cosmic, like obviously the band that she's wearing is something from outer space. We know that. Yes. It's been around right. for a while. Maybe somebody from outer space fell in love with someone in her family back in the day and like right. gifted it to him. We'll see. I don't know. But, man, it's so good i love it yeah <laughs> last thing referencing something you guys did last week and i don't remember if it was the regular show or if it was cover to cover but you guys are talking about how you watch a show sometimes and you like get out of it i am one of those people that i watch like i watched agents of the shield agents of the shield mm -hmm. all the way to the end um that mutant show that, that, that mutant show you guys were talking about i watched oh, yeah. that thing the gifted, all the, the gifted. <laughs> the gifted. i watched and by the way you're the, the guy that seasons, watched the gifted i knew there was one. the last two seasons of the gifted <laughs> got really good it got really good i'm not joking the okay. last couple seasons it got good i will take I'll, your word I'll, for I'll, it if I, if I start watching something i usually finish it i usually watch it all the way to the end because that's just me there was I'm another one like too. that too i'm kind there was like another one too. with the kids with these young kids that Run i watched away. too runaways i watched that all the way to the end and they brought in uh with uh hugh grant's ex-wife and she was all sexy looking it was incredible really they, the last season yeah that got elizabeth good too hurley. elizabeth hurley yeah, showed elizabeth up hurley on runaways up. she's a witch she's a witch with like three times the size of her normal front side when she was growing up oh there it's incredible how she looked you should google her all right look up Runaways, Elizabeth Hurley, and the outfit she wears in the show. That's how I like, got in trouble in the nineties. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's how you got trouble. That's right, Hugh Grant. So, but I, uh, yeah. So I, I watch them all the way to the end. I don't know what it is. I rarely ever quit a show. I did stop watching, like the Flash and that kind of stuff because I got, I got so far behind that I couldn't catch up. Yeah. But I was but, like but that, that with, I was like that with Black Lightning, um, which is a too. shame because I thought that that was actually a really good show. I did. Um, I, yeah. I did. I did make a conscious decision. Um, that I was so far behind on Batwoman and then Batwoman got canceled that I was just like, well, 
I'm done with that then. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, there didn't seem to be any point. Um, yeah. but, uh, I'm kind of like that, Michael. Like if I'm in it, I'm in it to win it. Wow. Hurley um, in the chat. Look at that. You're not kidding. Look at that. Damn. She's, <laughs> is she hot? I know. Right. Me around. Listen. <laughs> hey guys, thank, thanks for the shout out for miles. Uh, I really appreciate that last week. That was really cool. Yeah, man. We're happy yeah. to hear that everything went Glad well. That's good. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. Good. Michael, good to talk hey, to you. You have a good one. See ya, bud. Let's get Damon Shannon here. He's wandering around somewhere. Damon, how are you today, brother? Hello, everyone. How are you? Yes. Well, I wish I was. Uh, Well, first of all, today's my birthday. Happy Um, birthday! Yeah. 22 years old, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Last couple of years, of course. But uh, no, I'm, um, yeah, I'm just chilling out right now. Just, uh, I was catching up with some shows. But let me answer the question of the week first. Let's do it. I need to, I need to. Real yeah. quick, I need, just need to enlarge this picture of Elizabeth. Oh, oh you yeah. just settle down there, mister. You're on camera. <laughs> right. Oh, God. <laughs> I, just, I didn't get a good look at it, but now I – all right, I get it. There you go. <laughs> it's all good. But, yes, the one uh, arc that completely took me off – and, you know, bear with me. I, I used to be a huge Ultimates fan back in the day. Ultimates, uh, you said? U- Ultimates fan? Ultimates, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, with the, the Bender <laughs> series. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, ultimatum came and that yeah. completely just <laughs> destroyed my entire my love for the mm. ultimate universe i wanted yeah. it to end after i read that arc when i saw um giant man eat the blob yep. i was like okay i think i'm done here <laughs> didn't <laughs> so, the hulk yeah. also eat somebody uh, uh there was the, a lot of the eating hulk, uh, the hulk <laughs> ate a number of people yeah, uh, in correct. the first story arc the hulk ate yeah. the wasp didn't he no 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 that was no, the blob the blob ate the wasp and then Giant and then man Yellow Jacket, uh, yeah, Yellow he Jacket, was dressed correct. as Yellow Jacket, but he got mm-hmm. giant man size and mm-hmm. in his grief um, became a cannibal. Yeah, we cannot judge yeah. how people mourn, okay? And yeah, I'm not going to play this again. Grief, grief manifests uh, <laughs> yes. differently for grief manifests differently for some for of us everybody. have to eat our loved um, ones when after losing well, a different or, loved one. Yeah, or or oh, we or we eat the man that killed our sure one. sure yeah. uh, it just makes sense that era of the ultimates was just weird anyway because it was jeff loeb who was writing right? yeah around that time yeah yeah so loeb, I, I loeb was writing he wrote ultimates three there had ultimate. to have been yeah. a creative meeting where someone sat across the desk from jeff loeb probably joey q at the time would have been like okay mm-hmm. um how many people are going to eat each other? I just because I've so far I count four. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to up that number, man. We can do better. Than that. And and yeah, then you know Jeff Lowe I mean, went. Is it already Casada? Casada would have Casada would have still been editor in chief at the time because that came out prior to 2011. Right. Correct. Um, it was like 2009 ish, eight ish, something like that, if I remember. So, so. a lower point in Joey yeah. Q's Marvel tenure, if you will. Yeah. Uh, he was more active back then. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but go figure. But yeah, um, other than that, uh, I've been catching up. Uh, I'm not going to jump into the Kenobi thing. I, I have my own opinions of that. I've actually been enjoying the show, um, but I don't disagree. There are some points of it where it's definitely like head scratching. But as far as that Leia type of uh, twist, possibly later on, I'm still of the belief that she knew who Obi-Wan was. Hell, she probably called him because she remembered, well, I was in trouble at 10 years old, but she didn't want it like, you know, as um, as was brought up earlier, probably sure. didn't want to bring out the whole thing about like, you know, exactly how she knew him. Yeah, and you I'll know. totally allow that. I'm, I think that's fair. I just don't think the argument that she doesn't know who he is counts. That's ridiculous. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm almost certain it's going to be shown that she remembers who it is, but she's going to keep his quote unquote secret. Yeah. So, so Which fine. Who Great. I get yeah. that. You know, <laughs> I have a, I have a weird feeling that, but yeah. But other than that, I caught up on Miss Marvel yesterday. I love that series. So <laughs> I, just much. Re- I did real quick. Dave, I just want to make a quick joke about, yes. um, 
you know, to, to what Michael, uh, to what Michael said earlier about how she had literally seconds to record that message. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, you remember when I was 10 and you fought the red hot chili peppers? <laughs> Flee. Let's go with my one. Uh, Just one. Like, all right. Just one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish they'd have gone all in and the whole, like Anthony Kiedis would have been like, oh, I one of the gang members. Oh, <laughs> you know, like Ke- uh, Kiedis will, probably was there and they cut him out of the scene because he was just like, listen up, chewing little the layer. Like, nobody's <laughs> coming to save you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, Please, like, I got wow. this. I got this. <laughs> 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 like, and then he like kept like thrusting in in her face yeah. and they were like, we can't put this on TV. Like, this man is a pervert. Oh my God. Where's, where's Obi-Wan? Give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Yeah, like, Mr. Kiedis, there's, Wait, yes, your out. character definitely wears a shirt, Mr. Kiedis. He definitely does. It's in the script. Nowhere does it say he's shirtless, you know? But anyway, sorry. Um, but yeah, go, Ms. Marvel, yes, Damon. I, 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 it was so charming and wonderful. Uh, yes. In the uh, back, yeah, I mean, it was just saying, like, you know, the just the way that they also have all of these like really creative stuff in the background, and she's like daydreaming, and yeah, the weird animations they were so so cool, fun. I loved it, yeah, all of the animated stuff, all of the animated stuff, and the way that they did the like the they showed the um her texting back and forth with Bruno. Great. Yeah. It would, it would like, in the, the background signs would change. I want to know uh, who the, the artist is that's doing all the doodles. Cause there's Me definitely too. a style there. And I kept felt like I was getting close to it. And I was like, who is this? Who I is don't, this? I don't, I don't, um, it, it, I couldn't identify it as a specific comic book artist. Um, but there are lots of like, there are lots of, um, uh, uh, Hollywood uh, yep. like art uh, art design people that can draw in that comic style. So it, it may have just been like a person that was able to ape a comic style kind of in, a way, in a way a that they yeah. needed f- f- to make work for uh, the show. Um, yeah. But I, I'd be, I'd be pleased as punch to find out if, if it is a, uh, 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 a, a known comic book artist, but yeah, yeah I'm maybe. searching. I'm not seeing any names. Yeah, I was up. looking. I'm looking. But I didn't see any. Anything, like I didn't see any. I want to know who that is because it's great. Yeah. It is no, great. it's very creative. Yeah, and extremely vibrant on screen. Um, one other thing that I think that uh, is going to be revealed. Speaking of the that little band that was, in, you know, that she's wearing right now, is yeah. that the Quantum Band? Or okay. One of them. So um, we we had a whole Matt text I, chain about this. <laughs> Matt, Matt and I, Matt and I talked about this at length. Um, I believe I believe that the bracelet itself is familial or cultural, mm-hmm. uh. um, and um, and uh, that isn't to say that what is in it or what's powering it or mm-hmm. or whatever uh, is not from space it, or it could be like an uh, artifact or something in it the could band be, uh, like it could be a, it could be a piece of it could be a piece of an infinity stone it could be something that uh, annette benning brought to earth when she mm. fled here um i am dropping what i think it is in the chat in discord right now i i think Back. that um i i think that uh uh they are not the Negabands. I think it's the Negabands. <laughs> first of all, a- there's only one of them, and it looks like a piece of... of she doesn't have of- them both. Somebody decorated it any way you want to do it. it you can it, tell. It but looks tell me. like a piece. Hmm. Uh, it looks like a piece of Muslim or Pakistani jewelry. Sure, because somebody decorated it's not it. A, Follow like, me it's here. not a Negaband. Follow hmm. me here. There was another character named Captain Marvel that used the Negabands. 
Correct. Okay. Right. And there are these two bands and, and he was here years and years and years ago, fell no. in love with someone in Kamala's family, like died well, or left or whatever, and gave them one and said, if you need me, use this and I'll be back or something along those lines. Well, he's got the, the other one somewhere. I'm telling you, well, no. I want it to be the, the next band, band so bad. <laughs> I want to believe that there is some type of legacy that even Kamala and her family doesn't even fully yes. realize yet. Because I think that when they get that's that's like her grandmother, right? I think that's like her stuff. Yes. I right. Like the her. so the the reason why I the reason why I believe that it will be my theory was this. Um, it is something that's been passed down through her family. Her mom clearly recognized it when she saw she it. She didn't want her to touch it. <laughs> she didn't want Kamala to, to touch it. Um, so it's something that's been passed down through her family for uh, who knows how long. Um, but I do I do agree that at, at some part of it, whether it's the jewel or whatever, or the metal it's made out of, mm-hmm. did come from the negatives. Uh, the the the, <laughs> the 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 Cree world uh, or yeah something to tie it in something to tie it into Carol there's something Cree um, going on definitely I but, think it's Cree oh for sure. but now uh, another quick thought that I had is considering the idea that it mimics it, it sort of mimics if you squint a little um, shape changing her shape changing abilities, right? Mm-hmm. She makes giant fists, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. Green, green Lantern ish, right? Sure, but she's, well. I, I get, I get that she's also like making shields and platforms to stand on and all right. kinds of stuff. But what if it's not Cree? What if it's Scroll? And mm. what if the, um, what if the cops at the end in the post credit sequence sequence are on Scroll Watch? Oh, and yeah. this is not leading to the Marvels necessarily, but it, it might, uh, it isn't leading to the Marvels. We know that it is. Okay. My, um, my only problem with that, I like, I like, it's fun. My only problem with it is yeah. girls don't need stuff like that to change shape. Scrolls yeah, they're just, born with that. They're just the inherently part. do it. No, that's yeah. just witches, Matt. It's only witches. <laughs> no, Joe. <laughs> witches and scrolls. And scrolls like, do and it all, better. All, all witches are girls, but not all girls are yeah, witches. Yeah, but Joe, witches, oh, witches oh, can't make other. one of their arms catch on fire, another arm turn into bricks, and well, like he, have an invisible body and a stretchy oh, no, head. That's, that's, a genet- <laughs> that's a genetically engineered scroll. Yeah, right. yeah. That's clerk. My right, favorite yeah. scroll. We need to make it very clear that we're joking. Uh, Damon, uh, I love you. We got two callers left yep. and eight minutes to get to them. Uh, but yes, it's fun to speculate next week or no, sorry, we're, we'll get to that. Not next week, but it's all good. Um, we will have all of this. We will have loads of time when we next meet, uh, to get into the uh, to get into this. But, uh, for now we got to get going. All right, guys. Have a good care, one, Damon. Right. See you, buddy. Harv, get in here, man. We're on limited time. Get in here and talk to us, brother. Hey guys. There he is. How we doing, Harvey? Hey, did you watch, watch did you watch Miss Marvel? Yes, I did. Did you feel good about it? Yes. Okay. Good. I, you were, I, you know, and I'm I'm an old white man, and I can watch a show without it, having. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right. What? I know it's crazy. <laughs> I'm just so glad they put a, a white kid in there so I yes. can feel welcome uh, too. You know, no, I feel seen. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially the dad part. You know, when the dad got yelled at by the girl. Oh God. You know, I was there. <laughs> I felt uh, that. A real. While we're on the subject, still. Um, Jonathan Sims, uh, creator of Floating Bunnyhead, Skelanaut.com, um, is uh, he found the name of one of the artists, uh, Shahizul Shen- Malik. Uh, Shazil Malik, yes. Yeah. And um, that um, brings up something that I did notice when I uh, watched the credits. 
Uh, and that is that uh, the vast majority of the names were of, uh, they seemed to be of uh, Middle Eastern descent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, which I think is very cool. It's so cool. Um, but such yeah. a fun show. Yeah, God, it, it really it, is. Man. I it, loved it. It really is such a fun show. And Have you guys watched Night Sky? No, but I'm aware I'm of not. it. Do I need to watch Night Sky? Yes. It If you like sci-fi, but appreciate a slow, dramatic sci-fi that's not all in your face with the sci-fi. Right. This is a beautiful show. It's Sissy Spacek and uh, J.K. Simmons. Okay. They act their asses off. It is a beautiful show. I've heard it's, it's very so good. Much fun. I've been making my Watch way it. through. Um, I've been making my way through. What is it? The uh, the other one. The show with uh, Thanos. Outer limits. I can't. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> outer. Oh no. Outer range. Uh, yeah. That's it. Outer range. <laughs> I've, been, I've been making my way through that, and I really, really like it. <laughs> that's, that's next on my list. <laughs> it's fun. It's a good time. I like. I'm it. trying to trying to get all this. Uh, amazon stuff in while i have it you know oh yeah because <laughs> so you got like the free amazon so you're like amazon binging you're going straight yeah to your yeah I finished. Uh, would you say would you say that um he is inevitable on this show no he's in a he is in a very different position in this show is it perfectly <laughs> balanced as all things should be no okay i see uh, i'm not interested then. yeah I, I could see it might be yeah not for you so <laughs> my answer to the question of the week is the cross time caper Okay. <laughs> the cross time caper. Yes. From oh Excalibur. My God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, As a yeah. kid, I thought I loved it. And then I revisited it years later and I was like, oh my God, how many issues was this? It was like yeah. 12 issues, right? And not only that, they kept the logo on yep. well after it was done. Yep. To the point to where they, they even had one on there and it was somebody's like scribbled underneath it is still over. Right. This is, so this was Claremont had, and Davis on Excalibur. They launched Excalibur. It was a, yes, it was a ton they of launched fun. Excalibur, but Davis had to take yes. some time off for some reason. And it was like so the best got, beginning. It was so much fun. And then the cross time caper started. <laughs> yes. And, and you want to talk about, okay, first of all, they didn't cross time. No, they went through different you know they went to through the multiverse mm. they, they went to a nazi world they went to a you know old england world you know where, where castles were they had a they had a uh, train that was powered by a dragon and widget yeah it was there were choices that were made <laughs> i'll say the that arch. the Cro arch Cro is universe caper doesn't have the same ring to it yeah the art was not good it, yeah, man, who was the artist? When you leave Davis, it was, uh, God, what was his name? There I was just, a few different it, people were on it, right? It yeah, was, but there was one main guy. No, Alan Davis was on some of it, definitely. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at the issues right now. I dropped a link to the fandom with all of them. It looks like it was Alan Davis on a lot of it, actually. Look up uh, issue, like, 18, I think it is. It's the worst one. Well, it says there's nine. Uh, Marshall Rogers did some of the art as well, but that was that was Excalibur number ten. So all no, right, all right, you're, yeah. you were we're dwelling. <laughs> yeah, we're dwelling yeah. here. All right. But all right, guys, it was terrible. You're right. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was terrible, and I wanted it to be over so we could get back to the Excalibur that I liked. And when it was over, Excalibur got a little weird, but I still loved it. Harvey, good right, to guys. talk to you, my dear. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Thanks, Harvey. Jimbo, get in here and close us out.
All right. Uh, question of the week. Let's we'll, do it. we'll hit one piece. One piece is not uh, untouchable. We're going to go the long ring, long land arc. How dare you? <laughs> I've never read one. Jim, I don't care. I've never read one. I, I, I know. It, it, it's a very, it's a very silly, it's a very silly arc. It comes off one of the best arcs of the story. It just kind of loses its way. And you're just kind of like, it's just a breather arc. Oda does these. It's like 20 chapters. Nothing happens. Uh, pe- people could argue like stuff happens. Like, no, no, it doesn't. Fair enough. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, big, big news. Uh, Berserk is coming back at the end of the month. I saw that. Six chapters. I saw that. I'm very curious. The art I'm not worried about. I'm very curious on if the story is going to go on a really warp speed pace or if they're going to pace it as before. So well, we'll Jim, if that. you're not going to call it by its proper name of Berserk, then we're Berserk. Not, yeah, we're done here. So I'm very, I'm very curious uh, on how they're going to do that. Not even phased. Um, yep. but they've been working on phased by Yeah, because like if they do pace it like they used to, then it's going to finish in three years, years. Yeah. <laughs> right? For six right. years, right? So. so I mean, I mean, as I said, they know the endpoint. They don't know how it gets there. So I'll be curious on what happens. Just like um, Game of Thrones. Just, just like, like Game of Thrones. Oh God, that would that would be terrible. Yeah, we just speed and through it. Like maybe they got an offer to make I don't know a Star Wars movie or something. So we got to finish this monkey, other thing. No, monkey is. <laughs> oh wait, I'm I'm back on One Piece. Yeah, somebody has sex with his aunt. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, let's see the boys. Uh, the boys rocks my world. Homelander is probably one of my top villains now on TV. Oh my is, God, he's he so, so deranged. He's so deranged, but it's so it's good still. Like you, like yes. yeah. It, we he I just the watched the latest one last night, and like oh, where, yeah, he, yeah. where he melts down on TV, and he was just like, "This is this is excellent. This is excellent." And he's just smiling the whole time. Like, why can't you people figure out? I am so great. Like <laughs> this is just yeah. it's just about me. Yeah, and yeah. I am. You know what makes me great? I don't just murder all you shitheads. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, oh my god, <laughs> you're alive because I will it. Like, yeah, what? Like what? He's like, oh the no, most evil Superman we've ever had, and, and I, it, I love it. He plays it. He plays it so well. And yes, it, it's just terrifying. When he's on screen, I'm terrified because anything can happen. Yeah, he can snap. Or you can just be like, sure, whatever. Well, and the, just the little things they do, like when, when one of the crew members comes up and they're like, oh, yeah, Starlight, we were thinking you could do whatever. Da, da, da. And she's like, yeah, no problem. Go, you know, go ahead and take five, whatever. And the guy looks at Homelander and he goes, you can go. And he's like, thank you, sir. <laughs> like, and runs away in terror, basically. Yeah. Like and anybody that has to interact with this guy is afraid he's going to melt their brain. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and then the final thing I'll say at the end of episode three, which was uh, last week was when he's forcing the deep to eat timothy yeah that oh man that was and you know what um poor poor the deep and i know he's a real poor the deep no he gets (laughs) exactly what he deserves in his mouth yeah no please it's like make no mistake i am not defending the deep i'm saying that like even if the like you think that the deep is trying, right? He's trying to turn his life around, whatever. Yeah. And he's got that woman <laughs> just like, eat the fucking octopus. But he's not trying. He's faking it. He went to a Scientology church. He made a terrible yeah. movie. Yeah. Not without my dolphin, which is the best. Not without best. my dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Like he's, intro stuff. He's the, the faking it every the step of the way. Something. And I love oh, the I, thing, the shit with A Train, where he's like, "Yeah, it's like I'm African and I'm I'm from Africa." And they're like, "Um, is this a know, video it, game about the slave trade?" <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, uh, I, I lo- nothing tickled me more than uh, this re- most recent episode where there's just a split, just a split second. Where you think, oh, A Train is growing, he's learning, mm-hmm. and he's going to abandon the oh, commercial yeah. <laughs> uh, to go into the parade, and then the parade is the commercial, and yeah. it's just like A yeah. Train Energy Blast for the culture. <laughs> oh my God, God so, Almighty! Yeah, they, they, yeah, it is great. Uh, that, man, I, he's might be one of the best villains of all time until he is just climbing those charts. I don't know how they. It's can, true. Can you with him? Because he just, I just think he can sat and kill anyone or or what, but well, I mean, that's the, that's the, um, Hmm. That's the whole idea. Like, don't spoil anything. But the whole idea. Boy, the boy, the right. boys is a finite. The boys is a finite comic series as well. So there is an endpoint. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But also there are some developments that happen, um, at the end of the boys comic that I think have already been rendered impossible by the show. Yeah, they've definitely changed some um, stuff. Specifically with regards to, um, the character of Black Noir. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually aware of those spoilers. I got spoiled. Okay, yeah, but I, I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. spoil the comic right. for no. people. But it's, right. um, they're doing. But, I, they're doing something slightly different, and it's a ton of fun, and it's wonderfully written. God, I it's love good. it. It's Absolutely. so mean Absolutely and nasty, and I think the whole lesson is. Like we were trying to do it the right way. We're trying to show it. We're going to do it the right way. And Huey's like the good guy. He's a Charlie Brown. He just wants to be good. And Butcher is like, we have to be as evil and gnarly as they are. And then Butcher kind of starts to waver a little bit. And he's like, I don't know. I I don't know what to do. And then Huey is finally like, we got to do it your way. And Butcher's like, yep, okay, I'm back. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's like. Uh, like Huey, Huey's pride, you know, messing with it. It's like Huey, I sympathize. Like you want to, like you are over your, you're in over your head in a world that you don't belong in, but you can't fight that instinct, that stupid male instinct to be like the protector. Right. And right. when he's yeah. trying to defend Starlight's honor oh. and he like puffs up his chest yeah. in front of Homelander <laughs> and then cast. Homelander's response is, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) And then Starlight, terrified Starlight, who understands the reality, is like the one saving Huey, and Huey can't handle it. Like, that's so, this is all so well done. Yeah. Anyway, Jim, we love you. We got to bounce. Yep. Later, guys. Miss Branch, get Peter Parker on the phone. Yes, Mr. Jameson. All right, it's voicemail time in the ziggurat. Hey guys, it's Brian Domingo. Um, I'm on the road today, so I wanted to come with my answer to the question of the week. Um, I love Creature. It's uh, not my favorite book, but one of my favorites. And I think it's um, got a lot of ups and downs, but mostly ups. But I think the arc where they are in New Orleans with the vampires is the weakest. There's just parts where I'm like, I don't really understand what this is about and why this is included. And I think they were just doing something fun before they got to like the heavy plot stuff. But um, it's one I definitely skim when I do my rereads because it's not as good as the rest, which is phenomenal. Uh, that's it. Have a good week, guys. Bye. I really liked that arc. I, and I liked that arc because I thought it set up that Cassidy is the weirdo that we think he is. Like he is, a t- even amongst vampires, he is an outcast. And vampires, just like everybody else, are doing their own dumb shit. 
and some of them think they're in an you know in an Anne Rice novel, and some of them think they're in a Twilight novel, and some of them are just monsters. You know, <laughs> I really liked that. But I mean, I don't. But, I, I, I don't know. I get where Brian's coming from. It's like it's a it's a weird departure for preacher, right? Like it's not preacher is like thing. this down home Texas kind of like yeah they go to the city and yeah they do like but like this whole. This whole extended, uh, this whole arc where they're like, yes, we're in New Orleans and we've, we're fighting weird goth, goth vampires. It's like, yeah, no, it's not, it, it, it's a departure for Preacher and I get that. Cassidy Blood and Whiskey tells a story. Of- Cassidy Blood and Whiskey is a one shot. It's not a story arc of Preacher. He's talking about something else. But he just talked about story of one encounter with another vampire who is worshipped by New Orleans-based Gothic cult. That's what he was just talking about. The L'Enfant mm. de Sang. Yeah, it says it was a one. Oh, no, that's thing. an. But that's an arc of. That's in the book, isn't it? That's not. The, that's not in a Cassidy special, is I it? I don't know. Unless they printed it and it was like two issues or something, they printed like a special one or something. Mm. I don't know. It says spinoffs: Saint of Killers, Good Old Boys, Cassidy, Blood and Whiskey, One Man's War, and Tall in the Saddle. So yeah, it was like just a Cassidy aside thing, I guess. I mean, cause I remember, I like, I remember it. I remember reading it for sure. I just don't remember like the packaging of it, if that makes sense. So I he guess. went to new Orleans with Tulip after he had like told her he loved her and stuff. That was 20. Cause they thought, they thought Jesse was dead. Right. Because yeah. he fell out of the plane and yeah, there yeah, was a yeah. nuke and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. And she was, and she like relapsed and was on drugs again and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, well, think, yeah, he, he was trying he, to get her to fall I in love with him. He conflated the two of those, possibly. But yeah, that ugh, that that was a dark. It was twenty seven to thirty three. That was a it's called Dixie Fried was the name of the story. That was a dark one, definitely. <laughs> like Cassidy, just like well, yeah, I love you. He's gone, but I love you, so it's okay. When we right? like, when we, we when we reconvene with like the thing is, is that when you read them in trades, yeah. it's all packaged in the trades. Probably. So it may have been a it may have been a chunk of a trade, but it would have just been labeled like Preacher Volume Five or a, a part of Preacher Volume Five or whatever. Toots time, fellas. I am here to push my agenda of sword and sorcery comics upon those who would dare listen. And um, this is for Captain Canada Pancakes. Apologies for not getting your name exactly. Uh, it's, but, the, it's, um, real, it's the real you general know who Pancakes. You are. He is from Canada. In 2011, yeah. Boom Studios came out with a series that I was not. I did not pay attention to, but the comic shop owners, specifically, kept telling me you should check out this book. It's uh, kind of like an undead Conan story, a zombie Conan story, and I was like, "Man, I'm not into zombies. What the hell? I'm not gonna. I don't what. What? I don't want that." Anyways, they kept insisting that I check it out, and eventually, I did pick up an issue and looked at it, and I was like, "Whoa, this artwork." is pretty sweet. Who is this? First time I'd ever seen Mateo Scalera on a book. Titled Valen the Outcast. It was only eight issues. You can get the back issues very cheaply. That was written by Michael Allen Nelson. Cool book. Undead King. Necromancer. Bad guy. Good times. Now to answer the Dingo's question. I would have to say issues 232 through 275 of Marvel Comics original Conan the Barbarian run. Really rough to read. I just reread it recently. Thanks for bringing it up. I can't stay mad at you, Dingo. <laughs> I have a real treat for you guys. Again, this is uh, Wooly Toots, but I've got my boy here. Yeah, 
Conan here. And um, so last time we were at the comic book shop, we looked through the free comic book day box and were told to pick something. Conan jumped in there and grabbed issue number one of The Closet, which you guys just talked about. And uh, once we got it home and he was looking at it and my wife saw it, I got scolded for letting him choose a mature book and for letting him read it. You did read the whole thing, didn't you, Conan? I'm into it. He's into it. Um, <laughs> did it Did it scare you? No. It was just like this humanoid black creature with, with a head for a mouth. Right. And now are you... Um, are you scared of your own closet now? No, I have always been afraid of my closet. <laughs> well, that's helpful. <laughs> Conan, what do you think? Are you going to read the rest of the series? Do you want to read more of it? I said that I would want to collect the whole series. Yeah. So, I don't know how many issues there's going to be, but I love it so far. Conan's into it, guys. The Me closet. too, buddy. Everybody read it. Closet! Well, the good news is it's only three issues. In Jared's defense, it yes, does three not issues. say for, like, adult readers or anything on uh, the cover. Well, but, I mean, that's because Boom is kind of like Image in the sense that, like... Well, this is Image Comics put out the closet. Well, that's... Oh, there you go. Yeah. Even better. Uh, image is like Image in the sense that, like, they don't really need to label that stuff. It's they just... Yeah, they is, don't put out any It is what books. it is. Like, if you buy an Image book that's not, like, very explicitly marked for all ages, like, you're probably going to get some cusses in there. Yeah, I suppose. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was an Image book. C- Conan... First of all, hello. You don't remember me, but I'm Joe Patrick, and the last time I saw you in person, I held you uh, o- over the gaming table because uh, you were a wee babe, and your dad brought you to game night at our friend Adam's house, and I held you aloft, Was I there and for I this? said. Uh, you know what? You might not have been there for that. I don't think I was. I don't think I was there for this. And I declared to the universe, I I held you up like Rafiki in The Lion King, and I said, this is Conan, son of toots. And then I think you, um, puked on me a little. So. Neat. I think uh, Jared probably uh, did that when he was born, too, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I haven't seen you, uh, since you were a baby, and to hear you talk in full sentences like you are a fully formed human being is really, um, doing wonders for my... I mean, he is, he's like eight. (laughs) <laughs> my self, my yeah, my self-esteem or sense of like uh, decrepitness or whatever you want to call it. So thank you, welcome aboard. Yeah, he's full on um, kid. He's reading James Tinian books now. I mean, like he's an I get adult. It. Yeah, no, look, man, I get it. I get it. I love the closet, man. I'm glad you dig it. I thought it was super good. It was really good. I thought it was super good. I thought the art was great. I thought it was not scary but creepy. Um, and I I appreciate the fact that you are cognizant enough to know that you're not scared of your closet because of the closet. He's You've always, always been, been scared. scared of the closet. <laughs> He's just always been scared of it. Uh, and uh, you know what? We've all been there, pal. We've all been there. So let's get to our answers now. And I already, I, I knew mine instantly. Hit it then. It let's do it. Back in the day when I was still reading Wildstorm comics, before Warren Ellis came on to a book called Stormwatch, there mm-hmm. was a writer that was helping uh, Jim Lee punch things up a little bit, if you will. And his name was H.K. Proger. And H.K. Proger promptly took 
all the characters that you loved in Stormwatch out of the book and introduced new characters. <laughs> and they sucked so bad. It was all part of like this whole like there was a new Stormwatch got in trouble. So they brought in like this new group of like world warriors from all over the place. And like Fuji was still on the group, but there were some other new characters, too. Was well, that where like Swift came from and stuff like that? I think so. Yeah. The bird lady. And there was like a swordsman guy. And like it just uh, he never he didn't last. Oh, it got uh, so bad so fast. And oh, you mean oh, like the multicultural pals? Yes, exactly. Like Juan Gigante and Jesse. Jesse Jackson. Exactly. He wrote some he wrote some stuff early on, then he came back as the writer after Ron Mars, and he wrote 30 through 34 before Warren Ellis took over, and it was garbage. Pure uh, see, okay. Uh, garbage. So, yeah, uh, so his page, he did not write any DC stuff. He has written one issue of Gen 13, and that was Gen 13, Volume 2, Number 1 Half. Thank you, wizard. Which is probably a, like because wasn't there like a bunch of stories in there? So he probably wrote like a no. The one, story one those one half issues were short, so it was oh, probably right, just a short right. story. Um, he wrote Stormwatch eighteen and nineteen, and then he came back and wrote twenty six and twenty seven, and then he wrote thirty through thirty four. He also wrote Wildcats volume one, number ten and eleven. Uh, and again, like I'm we're not fully you, convinced I, he exists. We're, I don't <laughs> think this guy is real. I don't think H.K. Proger is a real person. Here's a DC database from fandom. Yeah, it's blank. I'm yeah, telling you. I looked like at it. There's nothing in there. Who? It, maybe this guy doesn't exist. Maybe he I is don't think he's real, man. I think I think HK Proger is a is a patsy. It's an alias. He's definitely he's only credited with Wildstorm rarities, Wildcats, some Wildcat stuff, couple issues, Stormwatch 8 and 9 and then Stormwatch 26, 27, 30 through 34. That Wait, appears to be the whole of everything he did. Mike Miller I, was the artist on it, and Mike Miller was not great. Uh, also, <laughs> Mike Mike Miller is a scumbag. <laughs> is he? Um, yes, he is a right. He is a right wing comics gate and MAGA. Oh, asshole. really? Yes. So we, now we can't even reach out to someone to find out if HK Progress is no nope, person. Don't reach out. I mean, <laughs> you know what? I bet you. Here's what we'll do: we'll tweet at Ron Mars. Ron Mars will Ron Mars always will write back to you. Yeah, he'll know. We'll we'll be like Ron. Can you please tell us who, if, if HK Proger is a real person? Man, we got a mystery here. Oh, hold on. Wait. He's not on Twitter. Of course he's not. We're, we're going to have to, I'm telling you, do a Google image search for HK Proger. There's one picture of a human being and everything else is a picture of a Wildstorm comic. Yeah. I don't know if this guy exists. I think I'm with you. I think and he- I bet you if we do a reverse image search of this picture, it's going to be from somewhere else. That is crazy. <laughs> Weird. His, uh, but regardless, his Stormwatch was the worst. It was so, it was just garbage. It was uh, so oh, bad. Okay, you know what? Here we go. Thank you, Goodreads. The mystery is solved. H.K. Proger was the pseudonym of writer Bill Kaplan. Bill Kaplan. Bill Kaplan, uh, according to Goodreads, a former entertainment industry executive now working in educational publishing. Uh, he was a writer, editor, copywriter, copy editor. Uh, uh, he specialized in kids entertainment and education. Specialties include comics, graphic novels, kids entertainment, animation, interactive content, blah, blah, blah. He worked with Archie uh, Goodwin as his assistant at DC in his early years of his career. He first published work and was the editor of The Griffin. He also worked on titles such as Batman Sword of Azrael and Batman Legends of the Dark Knight and Hawkworld. I mean, not as an editor, not as a writer, obviously. Editor. Some sort of editor. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So Bill Kaplan 
is HK Proger, according to Goodreads. Weird. I wonder why he changed his name and hit other well, than it was just I, so bad. <laughs> I think we know because his comic writing is not good. Wow. That is crazy. <laughs> uh, man, what a journey we went on. Wow. I feel like, like, I feel like we really went through something. Man, because I just remembered like, hating it. I was like, if I ever find that guy, I'm going to tell him, you ruined this comic book, dude. Like, this is trash. <laughs> wow. But you know what? Like, H.K. Proger, H.K. Proger ran. Uh, walked so that uh, Warren Ellis could run, I guess. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, yeah. There you go. Mystery solved. Right, so, Man, I'm uh, going to go into this image database and I'm going to like edit these and be like, his real yeah, name is this. Wiki the <laughs> shit out of that. Um, so my answer, um, I, I agonized over this because I knew I was going to have to pick something from Starman. Everybody knows Starman's my all-time favorite comic. I don't need to go into it again. Yeah, but what's the worst, what's the worst part of Starman? That's just it, right? It's not necessarily... The, so... It's all about how you look at it, right? Worst doesn't necessarily mean that it's terrible, but it could just be your least favorite. I mean, I suppose, but like. Or the one that you like the least, right? I mean, right? I suppose, but like there's got to be Superman stuff that you hated. But that's not the question. The question is, what is what is the worst? Of your favorite. Of, of, arc of, your of favorite. my favorite series. I'm not saying this one much was my favorite series, but it was very well, important to me back in then, the day. So. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but I'm, go- I'm going to an- I'm going to answer the question uh, based on the letter of, of how it was written. And that is my with my favorite series, which is Starman. And I was like, what's my what's the what's the thing I don't like? What is the one story arc or issue that I don't like in Starman? And at first I thought, you know, I don't really love Infernal Devices, which is that one with the Mad Bomber. And then it ends with uh, Solomon Grundy dying. I liked that one. Um, but it's, I mean, it's not my favorite. Um, like I like the, I like the issues where they go into the green, like like Batman shows up with Alan Scott and they go into the green to like try to save him. That was great. Um, but like, that's not the storyline. That's like the end cap of the storyline. Um, and then it hit me my least favorite, um, arc in, uh, Starman. The thing that makes me kind of grind to a brief halt every time I'm rereading it, it's lightning and stars. Which is the crossover with the power of Shazam, which means it's four issues. It's two issues of Starman and two issues of the power of Shazam. And it's the only time that that it's the only time that Starman ever did that. Power of Shazam was a comic, a long running comic about obviously the Marvel family, the Shazam family. Um, It was written by Jerry Ordway with art by Peter Krause. And um, it's like it's very like silver, uh, maybe even golden agey. Yeah, it's very yes. throwback style comic book for for something that came out in the early to mid 90s. It's very old fashioned. Yeah. You know, there's a place for that. And that book had its fans. It it lasted a long time, like five years, four or five years. Covers are and great. The covers are beautiful. The cover, like Jerry Ordway, beautiful painted oh Jerry God. Ordway covers. It's a gorgeous the covers are great. I kept and trying Peter, to read it. I kept I was like, man, this yeah. this cover is so good. It's got to be good, right? Nope. It, and well, <laughs> and it's like, look, I, I need to stress this. It's not necessarily that the power of Shazam is bad, but it's not in the same ballpark. It's not even playing the same game. No. As Starman. And so it's like if you are reading Hellboy and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we're doing a four part crossover where you have to go. Um, the other two parts are in Youngblood. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, you'd be pissed. I don't want to do that. You'd be pissed. I don't want to do that. Um, and so every time I hit, the, every time I hit lightning and stars, 
in uh, my reread of uh, Starman, I'm just like, ugh. So his Starman uh, looks like 39 and 40, and then Power, and of, Shazam, Power of Shazam, yeah, 36 40, and 37. 35 and, 35 and 36. Well, 35, 35 and 36, yes. Um, and so, like, the premise of the story is that um, uh, there is a Golden Age hero called Bullet Man um, who is uh, who has retired, obviously, because he's old. He's from the Golden Age. And he is framed for murder. And rather than let anybody with any sort of, like, brains or – um, you know, belief in his innocence, uh, prove that he's not guilty. He goes on the run in costume. Yeah, you know. And um, uh, but and the thing is, is that like uh, all the golden age heroes that were there that like know for a fact that he's innocent can't say so because um, it's part of a classified World War II mission against the Nazis, oh. and uh, they can't. It's like it's classified government information, so they can't say no. Bullet Man is innocent, and this is why. And so he runs, and so the story arc is like um, him running. I think he runs to Opal City, and sh- uh, Captain Marvel shows up in Opal City. He's like, "Hey, what's up, Starman?" take me to bullet man right now. And Jack Knight is like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I, what are you even talking about? Dude? <laughs> uh, I like your costume. <laughs> bullet man, real character. Remember the all-star squadron, uh, yeah. crime crusaders club, squadron yes. of justice. He's bullet a, girl was his partner. There was a bullet girl. Yeah. When shears his um, daughter and his successor would be bulleteer. I don't oh, know. Bulleteer. No, I don't know. No bulleteer. Oh, I recognize Bulleteer now. Yeah. She popped up like in some of the JSA stuff later on. And she was in Grant Morrison, Seven Soldiers. That's a I mean, that would be essentially a brand new version of the character. But um, yeah, yeah. Bulleteer, Grant Morrison's uh, Seven Soldiers uh, uh, had a Bulleteer. Yeah. But yeah. So Bullet Man. Yeah. On the on the run, um, framed for murder and can't clear. And because and because he's a patriot, he won't break his oath. Yeah. That's why he's on the run. And so, yeah, it's this four issue arc and like this, like the premise of the story is great, but you've got to stop reading Starman to read two issues of Power of Shazam. And it's like, it's like eating steak and then eating a hamburger. And I like a, I like a hamburger when I want a hamburger, but I'm eating steak right now. So it's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, Lightning and stars. It's, 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 it was a misstep. They shouldn't have, it should have been. You could have done a far a four part story arc in Starman, guest starring Captain Marvel, sure, and 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 the Shazam family. I think they were trying to uh, keep Power Shazam selling, though. Yeah, so. and, and they never did that again. And and then like it, like and Starman was not immune to like they had um, event tie ins all through the run. They had a DC one million tie in, sure, one of the best issues of that goddamn sure. series. I won't lie. It's so good. Um, there was a Genesis tie-in, and that event is garbage. I don't remember that one. Because because you it doesn't matter. I don't remember that it one. It doesn't matter because they just rolled with it. And uh, Lightning and Stars uh, just kind of grinded Starman to a halt yeah. for two months. Too bad. And it, it, I mean, but I bet Ordway, like, super nice guy. And DC was like, hey, will oh, you do this for Ordway Jerry? Ordway is a great guy. And, and Robinson's again, like, like, I, I love that guy. Of course I'll do it for I him. Can't, you know? I can't stress it enough. I can't stress it enough. It's no shade on the creators of The Power of Shazam. Yeah, it's, it's a just different book. The, the, books, the books shouldn't have crossed over. They were too different. Yeah. Too different tone. in tone and in style. 
and it just doesn't work. Uh, and uh, like as a narrative, it's jarring. It doesn't work either way either. Like right. it doesn't work when the Shazam pops into you know, Starman or when Starman is in the Shazam book. It doesn't work either way. Like, yeah, like when you see when you see Jack Knight show up in places that he's not normally associated, like it's one thing when it was JSA because JSA at the beginning was co-written by James Robinson. Right. Um, and of course, Starman belongs in the JSA. That's different. But when you would see Jack Knight pop up in like Zero Hour is a bad example because that was his introduction. But like it, when you see Jack Knight pop up in Genesis. Right. It's like no crossovers and shit. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's like no, no stop. No, that it, wasn't it, his, it, that wasn't even his jam. That's not what he wanted to no. be doing or should have been doing. No, no. Uh, so yeah, lightning and stars. It's not terrible. It's just not my favorite for sure. All right, we got a new question of the week here. We do. Uh, so we are off the next two Saturdays. Yes. Uh, the eighteenth and the twenty fifth. We will be back July second. Saturday, July second for a very July American. Already. Fourth of July celebration. It's gonna be great. Well, I picked a very Fourth of July centric question of the week. I love it. Let's do it. I did. I'm kidding. I didn't. Oh, uh, oh our man, next one actually did. <laughs> no, I didn't because uh, we have a whole backlog of, of of questions thanks to the Discord. And I love it. Thank you guys. Uh, this week's question or our new question is courtesy of James Kaplan, as I said from the Discord. What's the cringiest era specific reference in a comic book? that you've seen uh like something that dates the comic instantly to a very specific moment in time and not in a good way so for example if you're reading a comic book and find and they like all are doing the gangnam style for some reason or specifically uh the first story arc of the ultimates where the hulk is obsessed with eating freddie prince jr <laughs> Fair but enough. yeah, an era specific uh, in the Discord, they were talking a lot about when Obama was first elected and he showed up in all, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, not all the holds yeah. up great. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like something something that places the comic book that you're reading in a very specific era in an unflattering way. I immediately knew my answer, and it is related to a presidential uh, candidate, um, but it is not. From the modern day. Oh. So isn't that going to be a fun little At that time, the Power Man and Iron Fist uh, took those girls out to eat with Bill Cosby, and they had like a three-way date. But that one, uh, that one didn't hold no, up well. Uh, <laughs> Bill Cosby did not run for president, so no, that's not the one. <laughs> All right, so we'll do a July 2nd right here on Cover to Cover. This week, we have a special Pride Month show we're doing coming out. So watch for that. It's going to be fun. The Cosmic Longbox. Be sure to tune in. In the meantime, join our Discord. Come hang out with us. Talk with us. Tell us what you're reading. We love to hear yeah, yeah. from you cats. We will have oh, a regular hey. show for the next two weeks. It's just cover to cover. Yeah, it's, it's just the weekends. We'll be gone on the weekends. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, I want to give a quick note uh, like to people that might be listening to the show um, and might not understand or, or have heard the deal with the Discord. Um, if you want to watch the show live... We are only putting the link to the Zoom in the Discord chat. So I said all this at the uh, beginning of the show. This is all. Oh, you did. Yeah, we already set that up. It's already there. Oh, but but what we didn't necessarily talk about is that um, the reason we created the Discord is so that we could manage, uh, we could curate the member list. Well, sure. Um, but I mean, we don't. And need, you know. No, no. I want them to know. So oh. like, you will only be able to access the link to the live stream. On Discord or on Zoom, if we grant you certain permissions on the Discord, and in order to get those permissions on the Discord, you need to interact with us a little bit. Yeah. So let us know when who you are. Let us know when you pop jerk. in. Yeah. When you when you pop into the Discord, great. We're glad to have you. 
but I always ask you to introduce yourself. But you know, go a little bit farther. You know, it's okay if you don't want to tell us your first name or you want to like you don't have to give us your life story. Sure. But like engage a little bit so that we know you're not a troll or a bot, and then I will give you that access and then you'll be off to the race. Let us know you're not HK Proger's old artist or, you know, showing up yeah, under yeah. a different we, name. Like, if you're HK so Proger, <laughs> if you're HK Proger, pound sand, no, buddy. he's okay. It was his artist buddy was a shithead. <laughs> like, he just wrote oh, some Mike, bad comics. Oh, Mike yeah. Miller, yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike Proger Miller, just wrote Mike some Miller, bad that. comics. He could come I hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd even forgive him. Poor guy. He was so embarrassed Look, he changed It was 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? It was 30 years ago. <laughs> All right. That's it for today. Thanks everybody that played along as always. We love to hear from you. We love to chat with you. And uh, keep it coming, kids, because we don't have a show without you. But for now, my name is Matt Baum. My name is Joe Patrick. And this is the Two-Headed Nerd signing off.